Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. Hey, God bless you. Pastor Israel here. Happy New Year. This is the first Wednesday of the year. I am so excited that you're joining us. Uh, If this is your first time, we hope it is not your last. And let me tell you, you chose a great time to join us. Uh, Right before we get started, I want to challenge you. We are on a 21-day fast. We just started on Sunday. It's not too late for you to jump in. Uh, In fact, um, you can still jump in, and I guarantee you it will do wonders for your relationship with God, for your growth, for your life. If you have any questions, which I'm sure you do, uh, we have set up a section on our website on fasting. You can go on there. Hopefully, all of your questions, or at least most of your questions, will be answered. Let's pray and then let's hear God's word. Lord, speak to us. Help us to understand your word and give us whatever it is we lack to help put it into practice in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we made it to 2021. It is another year we made it into 2021 and we are also in the month that is a the month of resolutions. Now, maybe you haven't really officially written them out or maybe you haven't talked about them or maybe you consider yourself a person that doesn't have resolutions, but I think we all have, if it's not resolutions, goals or desires, we all have things in our lives that we hope to improve on or hope to get right. Now, can you guess what one of the most popular resolutions for the average American is? Can you guess what the most popular resolution Now, if you said losing weight, you are correct. Losing weight is the most popular resolution amongst the average American. And um, in fact, January is known as fitness month. It is when uh, fitness equipment is sold nationwide. I mean, it flies off the shelves. Um, It it is when uh, you are most likely to take up a gym membership, although this year uh, may be a little different because of the circumstances. It is when your shelves on the pantries and your refrigerators may look uh, slightly different, even if it's just for a few weeks. Now, I think that even if you feel like, hey, so that's not my resolution to lose weight, I think at some point it has been. I think we've all sort of joined this fitness hype at some point in our life um, because, you know, we want to become healthier versions of ourselves. And uh, if we are honest with some of ourselves, uh, we could definitely lose some extra quarantine weight that we picked up throughout the year. Um, Come on, not to mention some of the extra holiday weight that we might have put on uh, in these last few weeks. And so, so many Americans this month will try, some harder than others, to lose that unwanted self, that unwanted weight. Um, But I don't think it stops there for many of us watching. I think not only do we hope to get in better shape physically, I think we hope to get in better shape 
spiritually as well, right? Because maybe at some point, spiritually, we were, we were healthy, we were fine. We had a healthy prayer life, a healthy church attendance, a healthy Bible reading. We were quick to forgive, quick to love, quick to turn the other cheek, quick to um, volunteer, quick to be selfless, quick to put the other person first. Uh, and, and there was health in our spiritual walk with Jesus, but maybe somehow during the year, you began to gain a little extra unwanted self, right? An unwanted habits, unwanted jealousy, unwanted bitterness, unwanted lust, uh, unwanted apathy, unwanted unfaithfulness, unwanted addictions, unwanted behaviors. And through the course of time, you've come to realize that there is just a lot of extra self in your life today. Uh, more than you would like to have. Now, if I just described you, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Um, it doesn't mean you don't love Jesus. Uh, it just means that you're not as healthy as you could or as you should be. So what do we do? How do we get started? How can we begin to lose some of that unwanted self? Now, some of the things that come to mind, if you talk to a mentor or a pastor, um, you know, some of the things that you will hear is, hey, you need to pray more or join a life group or go to counseling or come to church more. And I hope you do once we're able to gather in person. Volunteer, fast, uh, forgive people, love people, start with those things. And, and the list can go on and on because the good news is there's so many things that we can do that will help us lose some of those unwanted parts of ourselves. And so our initial reaction is to jump right in and start taking action, right? Just like if you wanna lose weight, you're gonna jump right in. I mean, you're not gonna lose weight just sitting there on the couch. Um, and, and so, though this is very true that we need to jump into action, I want you to consider something before you take action because I believe that if you do this one thing before you take action, not only will it be far more effective for you when you take action, but it will also help you stay on the right track. And this is even true for those of you who want to lose uh, self from a physical standpoint. You want to lose weight. You see, have you ever noticed that for anyone who wants to lose weight, before they're actually jumping into a diet, before they go grocery shopping to get new food, before they buy gym equipment or join the membership, before um, you know they, they meal prep, before they begin to do exercise, whatever it is, before they do any of that, People always do this one thing first. What they do is they assess the damage. They assess the mess, right? They look at the work that needs to be done. And this is done through the form of stepping on the scale. Stepping on the scale can be a brutal thing, right? And the reason that we step on the scale first before any of that happens is because we need to know exactly where we are because come on, we cannot get to where we're trying to go if we do not know where we are coming from. And the scale, what it does is it gives us our starting point. And, and, and that's a, pr a pretty hard moment for some of us uh, because it, it gives us a cold hard truth about who we are, right? And it shows us exactly the amount of unwanted self that you've put on 
and it also shows you how much unwanted self you need to get rid of. And it's important that we do this process, that we, we, we step on this scale because no one will be as honest to you as the scale is. Because if you ask your friends or your spouse or your children, if you ask someone close to you, they're going to hold back on the truth. They're not gonna be as honest as they can be or should be to you, but the scale, <laughs> the scale does not care about hurting your feelings. The scale will give it to you straight. And so it is with our spiritual fitness as well. Before we can begin attempting to do anything else, before we can begin working on anything, we need to face the scale. We, we need to address them as so. So what is a scale in spiritual terms? Where can we go as people of God, children of God, that will tell it to us like it is? Are you ready for this? Our scale is the B-I-B-L-E, the Word of God. In fact, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, the writer says this, for the Word of God is alive and powerful. And watch this. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before His eyes and he is the one to whom we are accountable. See, the word of God will show us who we are and it will expose who we are. The word of God will always tell it to us like it is. It pulls no punches. It is not afraid of hurting our feelings. And this word will cut through our innermost core and it will cut through the lies and it will reveal the true person that you and I really are before God. But it doesn't do that to condemn you and the scale doesn't do that uh, to condemn your weight. It does that to help you and free you of condemnation. And that's what the word of God does. And we need this truth in our lives because many times, come on, we downplay the gap between where, uh, where we are and where we need to be. And so we'll say things like, yeah, you know, I know I need to work a little more on that. When the truth is you need to work a lot more on that. Or we'll say things like, you know, um, yeah, I know I need to get working on this area of my life, when in reality, you should be first working on another area of your life. And that's why facing our spiritual scale, which is the Word of God, is so important to change in our lives because it will tell us who we are and where we are and what we need to do to get to where we want to be. Psalm 119, 105, it says, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Watch this. It says that it's a lamp for my feet. That's showing me where I'm standing, my feet, where I am currently. And it says that it's a light to my path. It's also showing me where I need to go. So it's showing me my starting point and it's also showing me and helping me get to my destination, all from the word of God. You see, we can't get to where we want to go if we don't know where we're starting from. When you open up maps on your phone because you wanna reach a destination, it doesn't just ask you where you want to go. It needs to track where you're coming from. And so it will ask for your location or will it will track your current location because it does it no good if it knows your destination, but it doesn't know where you're starting from. And so it needs to know where you're starting from in order to help you get to where you need to go. And that is what the Word of God does for our lives. See, we cannot lose any unwanted self without the Word of God in our lives. Because number one, the Word of God is crucial to our growth. It, 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 it offers valuable information that can lead to transformation, right? For example, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, 
All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong with our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. And so the word of God doesn't just give us information about uh, historical accounts and and dates and all that, and it does, but that's not just all it gives us. It gives us valuable information, it says, to help us realize what is wrong with our lives and to teach us to do what is right. And so this, this information will challenge us, just like the scale, when you get those numbers, it challenges you. You look at it and it does not sit well with you. And that information, leads you to want to take action so that there can be transformation. Because I'm sure you've uttered these words. You stand on the scale, you look at the numbers, and you say these words, man, I need to lose weight. That information led you to want to be transformed. And that is what the Word of God does. When we read it, you walk out saying, man, I need to lose self. I need to let go of this. I need to let go of that and that's what the word of god does and so i challenge you tonight if you have any goals this year any resolutions any targets set in place let the word of god be at the top of your list challenge yourself to read more than you already do challenge yourself to face the scale to face the word of God. The same way that a person who is trying to lose weight steps on the scale often, some of us do it every day, because it's showing what your progress looks like, that's what the word of God does to our lives. It needs to be an everyday process. But I promise you that the information you'll receive from it will help you. It will help you lead to the transformation and the change that you are trying to, to, to acquire. It will challenge you to want to lose that unwanted self that you've been wanting to let go of for years. The word of God is and needs to be our starting point. And so before you jump into all of these other things, start with the word of God. Let it challenge you. As, as Timothy says, let it show you what is wrong with your life and let it help you correct you and teach you to do what is right. Because he says that God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. And this is what God wants to use to prepare you and equip you for the good work that God has for your life this year. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare him your God. No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but he didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you and now you have a new life in him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Dayspring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.